podcast is part of the Pod Syndicate family. For more criminally compelling shows, articles, and conversations, head to wearepodsyndicate.com. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, welcome to this episode 334 of Stone Bastards. I've brought a little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Stone Bastards, um, I'm Edward, I'm John Grant. Hello, everyone. And. Uh, Spike Lee looks like an alternate reality postman. Uh, Ian Loring, hi. It, it, Spike Lee, the more and more time goes on, the more and more Spike Lee looks like he looked uh, in that episode of The Simpsons where he's on like Celebrity Squares with Bart Simpson. <laughs> mm, mm. Um, so yeah, so it, it, it's Oscar's night. It's it, it's Oscarvation. But whilst um, people are walking around in, in pretty dresses um, and, well, black suits usually, uh, we're going to uh, record the, the, the for real show, aren't we? Not keen for Laura Dern's dress. I like her hair though. Yeah, it's a bit, a bit fucking. Mm. Yeah. No, don't mind it. You like the titty tassels, do you? I mean, now you've mentioned the titty tassels, it's just gone up a level. I'm not gonna lie, it's gone up a level. So, what have we got this week? Uh, we have uh, Birds of Prey. Yes. That's what we have. Uh, we have some what have you watching? <laughs> <Some> trailer chat. <laughs> um, and then we're going to fucking talk some Oscar shit through the Oscar nation. Um, which, is, which, just to say, is for patrons only. Um, once the ceremony starts, we'll be cutting off. Um, so patrons, $2 a month, patreon.com forward slash film bastards. If you want to hear the whole thing, I wouldn't be surprised if I fall asleep halfway through. Yeah, uh, it is quarter past 11 uh, at night right now. Um, That's kiddie stuff. Cool, sorry, um, so... What news has happened this week? Has any happened? No. Oh, really? Um, Oh, um, it's not 
it's not film but becky are you um have you heard about the resident evil netflix show no so yeah i've been working really hard yeah some um so like netflix's like media site accidentally put up some details about a resident evil tv show which like it was already known that it was in the works um but yeah so apparently it's going to be set in some fictional new town with connections to the umbrella corporation it looks like it might be launching sooner rather than later um kind of seems like it kind of seems like becky knit yeah that sounds exciting i'm gonna have to do some research on that very good it might keep it going until the new one comes out yeah there you go there you go (laughs) yeah it's interesting because they've said that they're gonna do the um some new resident evil films like of like a new timeline it's going to be directed by um uh johannes roberts who directed the 47 meters down films and he did um mark did you come to fright fest the year that f played yes yeah yeah he directed that as well so he's um he's kind of been in that game for a while so uh, i don't know that that'll be interesting it's it's interesting seeing resident evil kind of getting this new lease of uh, life over the last year or two um it's 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 fun to see um i just i hope they go for more horror as opposed to more actiony kind of stuff yeah the thing is they've, they've kind of they're, they're really solid games that have got left behind by obviously consoles evolving and things like that you can't prior to obviously like the remakes and things like that you couldn't go back and play resident evil unless you had all of the fucking consoles from like playstation onwards you couldn't go back and play the whole series and now you can play playstation you can play resident evil 1 and resident evil 2 on the ps4 they're bringing out resident evil 3 it's you know it's just good to, it's, it's good to have them all back in in one place really mm-hmm. uh, and with the playstation 5 apparently being backwards compatible as well it kind of feels like it'll be easier to keep that going going forward as well which is nice um who's the who i don't recognize any of these presenters of this oscars coverage no it, it, it it's done by e so they they're, they're people that we shouldn't recognize to be honest uh, job number one they are yeah four and five yeah okay are. So like people who have definitely blown people to get where they are. So I, I, I assume um, Alex Zane will probably be doing the Sky Movies coverage, but that'll kick in kind of closer to the start then. Is he blown anyone to get where he is? Uh, no, he's, yeah, he's just very wealthy. <laughs> Fair enough. What, Billy Zane? You know, I've been watching. I've been watching some of The Outsider on Sky. You know the Stephen King TV series. All right. Mm. Well, you want to watch it with me? I would have watched it with you. You wouldn't actually, I actually watch say it. I wanted to watch it. No, right. This is the same as we were saying last week, where it's it's got to be a Sunday afternoon at two forty three in the afternoon to watch whatever fucking movie. It's exactly the same with The Outsider. Oh, I can't start watching something else new now. What? It's like seven o'clock on a Saturday, Mark. I'm sure you'll be fine. It's never the right time. So I've been watching. It's the right it. time, sir. And Cynthia uh, Erivo, isn't it? Is she? Yeah, she plays Holly, which will mean nothing to you. Cool, cool, cool. Holes. It's very strange. Holes. Sorry, I only mentioned that because she came up on the lead actress thing. She did come up on the lead actress thing. I realised that that, that segue would probably make no sense to anyone that wasn't watching at the same time. 
Are there any trailers? Um, Minions: The Rise of Gru. There was one that I watched the other day. Was it Minions: The Rise of Gru? <laughs> How does not. Minions: The Rise of Gru look here? Because you're a Minions fan, aren't you? You're looking forward to that. I'd fucking go on then. You know what I mean? Um, I'll go see that with lots. Absolutely no problem whatsoever. Like it's it it will be fine. I don't expect it to be any anything more than fine, but I'm okay with fine. It's a Minions film. Trailer made me laugh. You know, it's yeah, kind of did what it needed to do. I think. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. We we saw the New Mutants trailer in an actual cinema. <laughs> Lies. Honestly, when it came on, I was like, "What the shit?" <laughs> yeah, it still just says coming soon. Though, it still says coming soon. It, 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 it's kind of a joke. But yeah, the new mutants trailer was on before Underwater. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, they're both Fox films, aren't they? As well. Yeah, but it, um, that was it. Was it, it was bizarre. I've been Spiral. Have you either of you guys seen the trailer for Spiral? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was the one I was trying to think of. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because um, they're obviously kind of trying to fake you out at first with like, oh, Chris Rock is a cop. Is it going to be a comedy? And and then it it kind of mutates from there. Um, it, it, I, I do hope that they go in the spirit of it's not somehow Jigsaw. It's someone inspired by him. Like, it would be really, really fucking weird if they somehow linked it in directly with Jigsaw again. Yeah, it, it looks like they're taking it in a bit of a different direction, doesn't it, from the trailer? Hmm. But in it's... the same sort of vein, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, I mean, why not? It's it's really fucking interesting that it's coming out in summer. Mm. Um, I know, I think we talked about that a few weeks back. Um and maybe they're going for a more thrillery kind of vibe with this as opposed to straight horror. Um, you know, I mean, they, they tried rebooting it with Jigsaw a couple of years back, didn't they? And that didn't seem to work out too well. Um, I just don't think there's the appetite for torture porn that they used to be. Fair. <laughs> I think that the, I'm just looking at the poster for it now. It, right. So it's a decent poster. Spiral, uh, May, and then it has Chris Rock. Samuel Jackson at the top, right? Mm-hmm. Except there's just them two names at the top, but it does actually say and Samuel Jackson above it, and it is the most unnecessary and. <laughs> <laughs> does there. Samuel Jackson play Chris Rock's dad? Apparently. Yeah. 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 He says motherfucker in the trailer, which just is fun. It's always fun. I'm interested to see what they do with it, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just. It's like David Gordon Green going to Halloween, though, isn't it? It's like they must have something they want to do with it. You know, like David Gordon Green obviously wanted to like do a story of female empowerment, and now he's got a whole trilogy going. Um, you know, it's not something that Chris Rock or Samuel L. Jackson necessarily need to do, but I like the fact that they haven't like just gone... Uh, you know, fuck the old way, we're going to do it by our way, like Darren Lynn Boozman's involved, and that's you know, in a way that's weirdly promising that you know, they're like, okay, we're not horror people this guy is he made a lot of these films, let's get him going oh, hang, hang on has Billie Eilish 
did she just put her hands up and it said Nell on one hand and Chat Chanel. on the other? Yeah, no, I know, but just the fact that like when she's ph- photographed, it just says Nell Chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like did did was that really what she wanted to do? Right, okay. What she's the so up? edgy and she doesn't care so much that she's wearing all Chanel. I'm kind what of amused the... by the fact that the the Billie Eilish, Hamish, whatever the fucking name is, backlash has already started. I'm I'm backlashing against red carpet green dress ambassador, which is a thing I just saw for Caitlyn Diva. Green? Oh my god, really? What? I'm assuming something to do with the green thing, like environmentally friendly. Oh dear. I don't know what's going on. That's that's a Beanie Feldstein. She's in that. I don't know what Beanie Feldstein is. Oh, what's again? Yeah, she's. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on with the the, the, the backlash. Because thing. they they oh the, what the Billie Irish thing. Um, it's just people are already starting to come out. Like, no, the green dress, red dress thing that you're saying. Oh no, not green dress, red dress. Just they've they've tried to go for like a green initiative at like the Baftas and right. the Oscars and like the the Baftas didn't have gift bags, did they? They had like a gift wallet instead where you could redeem stuff I don't know and then like obviously the Oscars have gone all vegan with the food and I mean it's 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 fair play trying to kind of Panda. do the right thing but how many people will have fucking flown there on yeah private planes and stuff yeah it, it, it's it, it's pandering it is pandering it is isn't it? it's really? tokenism yeah what the fuck is that? Which one? The, the hit with the microphone. That's Juliana Rancic. Julia Rancic. <laughs> no. He's <laughs> no. just an E presenter. Oh, it's the boys out of Jojo Rabbit. So. <laughs> trailers. Uh, yeah, uh, Spiral's doing one really hard scene. I haven't seen a single one. A busy week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those boys look very excited to be there. That's fun. That's cool, yeah. I love that, yeah. Do you know what? To be fair, those two throughout awards season have been an absolute breath of fresh air because they just seem fucking psyched to be wherever they are. It must be, it must be like just really weird for them. They're, yeah. they're enjoying it. It was like that time when um, Jacob Tremblay was there and he presented an award thing. Mm. And I think, was it, was it Chris Rock? Was presenting that year, presenting the actual awards. Yeah, maybe. Um, and Jake Fribbler came out and were like shook Chris Rock's hand and, and was like, "It's Blah from Madagascar." <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, "Do you know what? It is Blah. Whatever his name is from Madagascar." And he was going, "I think really cool movies." <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it, it's when, when you take away all of the, the what is it the the People pointing and saying he was snubbed and she was snubbed and they should be doing this and they should be doing this, should be doing this. What they're the forgetting is it should actually just be a little bit of fucking fun. Yeah. Well, the blonde boy just looks coked up. He hasn't stopped moving. He does, yeah. He's been like that all of them, though, hasn't he? Yeah. But then look, the, 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 uh... <laughs> what's he doing now? I don't know. It is. You look at him, she's thinking, he's going to be a dick in a few years. Oh, no, Uh, he might be a good one. He He looks like he's going to be a piece of shit. Ah, there he is, Jonathan Price. 
the one everyone forgot was nominated. <laughs> totally. Uh, yeah. It's it, the it's an odd one this one. So because we will get to birth point in a second. Um, <laughs> because I was looking at uh, obviously this is the only thing I bet on. I don't like betting. I don't agree with betting, but I do enjoy the process betting. So I'm being really hypocritical. Um, but it was just, I was going through it today because I just haven't had time to put these bets on, but I wanted to do them today. And it's amazing how many of them are like literally 1 to 50, 1 to 33, 1 to 27. Mm-hmm. It's like you look at it going, okay, so this this is like the most obvious of years. <laughs> yeah, the, the acting categories are pretty much all sewn up. I mean, it, this is the thing. It's like, there's the possibility for a few shocks somewhere, but Aside from those in terms of the winners, I think it's going to be quite a boring night. Um, like the dominance of uh, um, 1917 potential is worrying me. If that wins some of the technical ones early on, then I think we know which way the wind's blowing there. Yeah, that that's it. it, it it's kind of like because I mean that that that's come out. It, it, the front runners for now for best picture. Um, which seemed quite open. It's now basically that and um, parasite. Me. Yeah. Um, but then you've got some of the interesting ones are um, things like the, the writing awards are still quite interesting. We know we know who's going to win best actor. We know who's going to win best actress. Um, we know who's going to win the supporting awards. Um, Director is probably going to be Mendes. Um, Someone's probably going to be Deakins. It, it, it's it's the peripheral wars that are still kind of out there. Uh, even though I tell you what, Parasite, I've got a fiver on it for Best Picture, and earlier today, Bet Three Six Five was offering me a tenner to cash out. They're now offering me fifteen seventy two. Like what? What the fuck's caused that? Um, and what what would you stand to win if 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 it, if it won? Uh, I'll get fifty five back. Mm. Let's have a look at kind of, I can't remember what my bets were. I've got I've got a few I've got a few kind of like long odd ones. So I've got a, an accumulative bet for Best Picture 1917 with uh, Mendes winning director. With adapted screenplay going to Little Women, with best original screenplay going to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That could happen. That could happen. I think the only the only spoiler there, I think, would be Taika Waititi getting it over Greta Gerwig. Do we really uh, think 1917 is where they get best picture? I think it's a favourite, yeah. <sighs> what? It, 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 it's that or, it is that or Parasite at this stage. It's, it's just not it's not the best picture. No, but it is a best picture winner. It's one of those. Um, I also have an accumulative bet on best picture, Parasite, best costume, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and best visual effects, The Irishman. It's, I mean, that's because I put down for The Irishman to win best visual effects, but that's been going fucking nowhere. Um which is such a shame, but um, that's that's a weird one as well because you'd think like Endgame would get that, but then Infinity War didn't win visual effects last year, 
so it's you know it it's 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 an odd duck um it's like i've got i've got 1917 for best production design um you know i, I put down two pound i'd win 18 it's like if it wins something like that then that fucker is going all the way yeah yeah if it wins something like that he's getting everything um right oscar's chat we'll move on to we've got some birds of prey I want to kill you because without the Joker around, I can. For all your noise and bluster, you're just a, a silly little girl with no one around to protect her. Whoa, wait. What? Don't kill me. Ha, right. No, 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 seriously. Romy, Romy. Come on, this is going to be something something we can figure out. Hey, wait, wait, you lost something, right? You lost something, I heard you say it. A diamond. Yeah. I can help you find it. Seriously. I know the East End better than anybody. You want this diamond back? I'm your gal. Birds of Prey is a sort of sequel follow-up to 2016's Suicide Squad. It's an after-one movie reboot, really, though, isn't it? For the Harley Quinn character. And it contains footage from yeah, and characters uh, specifically from Suicide Squad, so I'm calling it a spin-off <laughs> uh, of Suicide Squad. Uh, it's by Kathy uh, Yan, uh, starring Margot Robbie, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, uh, Rosie Perez, Jeremy Smollett Bell. Jeremy Smollett Bell. Um, I thought I'd save you from that one. Ali Wong. Uh, Ewan McGregor. He's trying to say Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Are you being funny? Usually. Um, I mean. What? So what is the story? Uh, Harley Quinn has split up from the Joker. Mr. J. Harley Quinn has split up from the Joker. Uh, Just one um, thing. Caitlin Diva fucking loves getting her photo taken. Just fuck off. They've got enough photos of you now. Oh, she looks like a smug twat, doesn't she? As well? <laughs> yeah, that, literally. Yeah, her, 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 that was her smug face, and everybody saw it. So, is she anything apart from like a green dress ambassador? Oh, Please don't run about this green dress, and I don't know what it is. I I you, said in your is, she, is she an actress or anything? She was in Booksmart. Oh. Booksmart. Oh, right. What if I keep on going to Bernie Fowles thing straight afterwards? Um, well, I haven't seen it and I will never, so. Like, right. fuck, fucking Booksmart. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, if if you want to show the stars of Booksmart so much, I don't know, nominate it for something. <laughs> it just it just really doesn't appeal to me. It's like... Anyway, carry on. Sorry, sorry. Carry on with your... Stop punching me in the arm. No, stop interrupting me. Carry on with your... Uh... Um... Yes, it's Harley Quinn has split up from the Joker, is going through the bad breakups, uh, and then realises when it all comes out that she no longer has the protection that being the Joker's gal affords her, and people are trying to kill her. Uh, mainly, Hugh McGregor's Roman Sionis, uh, aka Black Mask, uh, but there's also people hunting him, etc, 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 which more we'll, more we'll get into as the film goes uh so Ian, what do you think of birds of prey 
I really think Billie Eilish didn't mean to do that on purpose. She's put Chanel on the wrong fucking way round, I swear to God. But it's really weirding me out that whenever she puts her hands up, it says Nelsha. It's any... Sorry. I liked Birds of Prey. Um, I don't think I was quite as into it as everyone on Twitter seems to be, um, which, which is something which is only going to get more insufferable now it hasn't done that well, comparatively speaking. Um, but it's a fun time. I think it's... I, I like that even though it's connected to a wider universe, it's quite self-contained. It is telling its own story. Um, it, it's... I didn't really know much about Birds of Prey going in, so it was fucking weird that the group that the film is based on is barely in the film, or the film's titled about is barely in the film. But um, yeah, uh, enjoyed the action, enjoyed the plot. I thought the timeline going all over the place got a bit grating. Um, but I thought it ended really, really strong, and Ewan McGregor was uh, was good value as well. Um, yeah, I, you know, it probably it probably is one of the, one of the best of the the, the modern DC uh, films, even though there's not an awful lot of competition there. Um, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, it's um, I'm I'm sad that it's not doing as well as it you'd probably expect it to quite frankly um yeah yeah uh, what do you guys think i mean it's not it's not all about opening weekend is it it's you know we were saying earlier it's a bit disappointing that it's not doing better than it's doing but i think it'll get traction it's got really good reviews and i think you said it's a funny weekend for it to come out the week before valentine's it's like it's an odd weekend for it to come out yeah but then similarly valentine's weekend wouldn't have been a good weekend for it to come out because I mean, technically it's a breakup movie, but <laughs> it's not a traditional date movie either. It's no. It feels like it should have been released released around March time, like springtime, like get get through all the world season and get everyone's focus off that kind of worthy stuff and then drop something like Birds of Prey to me. Yeah, it, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's been dropped in a weird time. What, what, what were your thoughts on that? I honestly absolutely fucking loved it. It was nice. it's such a good time, and like what you were saying about the timeline jumping around, it's you know you've, you've got yeah you've got to concentrate and stuff and keep an eye on where everything's at. But it, I think it kind of it's it, it it's to it's done like that obviously to represent the fact that Harley Quinn's state of mind is chaotic as fuck, and her being as chaotic as she is and just like. This this total trash mess, but with like a, a direction. I, I I love that about her. Um, I was I was saying to you when we came out, wasn't I? It's it's weird, and I think it does a disservice to the other other members of the team that she's she she so embodies that character, and she's obviously so committed to putting across a really good portrayal of it that she blows everyone else off screen. Yeah. No, mm. no, I absolutely agree with that. You yeah. know, it, it it is it is it's not as good of a time whenever she's not on screen. 
But yeah, Ewan McGregor is is fucking great. That 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 weird cheesy grin that he's developed over the last few years in films to be creepy guy, which seems to be like this role that he seems to be settling into, is it's it, 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 it was just great and yeah. But the but the rest of the the team felt weak in comparison. Yeah, it, it, it's difficult though, isn't it? Because you know they're just not going to know which characters are actually going going to land. But it's like with Mary Elizabeth Winstead, she's barely there, and but it kind of feels like her character is actually quite important to the plot. But you only really find out about that right towards the end, and it's basically an action scene, and then and then it's done. Um, I mean, Black Canary had more to do, but a character kind of matters less to the film. Um, yeah, it the, the whole construction of it felt just odd to me. And you know, the, the scuttlebutt is the original cut was not great, and they had to do some real rework on the film to kind of lick it into shape. Um, and I, I, I think you can see that there a little bit with this. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Ro- Robbie is great in the role, and it's kind of sad that if this thing doesn't do a hundred million in the US, which it might not, it is you know, are they going to go ahead with any more of these? I mean, is she in the Suicide Squad? The next one. Yeah, because I don't think she is. No, I don't think I don't think she is. I think it, it, it's it's separate. They're, they're hoping that they can. They can do something else. She's got another. She's I think technically not part of the Birds of Prey either, is she? No, but she's signed up to another another appearance as as Harley Quinn. Um, it, I, the thing is, I, I think that they're it, it'd have to really, really it'd have to not do it'd have to do less than two hundred million to not get a a, a sequel. World, worldwide you're and talking worldwide yeah mm. um, and in all likelihood it's probably going to do that um, from there um, but in terms of the film I, I, I actually enjoyed it it's, it's got a lot of chaotic energy within it um, the the constant comparing it and saying um, going back to the box office thing the constant comparing it and saying oh it, it's the lowest performing um, of the Dick Hunt DC um, films for opening weekend um, in years think, right but um, the Supermans the Batmans the Justice League the Aquamans were all also 12 way PG-13 films. Yeah, absolutely. And you have to take that into account. Mm. Um, and then people will say, all right, but what about Joker? It's like, right, but it's a Joker movie. And what about Deadpool? It's like, right, but nobody expected what to happen with Deadpool happening. Deadpool only happened because Ryan Reynolds worked really fucking hard to get that into people's, like... Yeah. I, I think there's a... It's an honestly, I think it's released at the wrong time. Mm. weirdly it's released around the same time as they released Deadpool <laughs> uh, which I think they've tried to specifically do um, and I just think I, I, I don't think they've landed the marketing no I'm 
as well. They've landed it. I just don't, I just don't think they've gone. I think what's gone wrong for them um, is a lot of the commentary on it from from previous screenings and stuff by reviewers has been, oh my god, it's this this feminist tour de force, and it's like it's kind of it's made it feel inaccessible maybe for some people. You know, it's yeah. not it's not just a chick movie. It's it's violent. It's fun. It's got a good story. It's you know, it's not it's not just a, a comic book movie for girls. But that that seems to be kind of how some reviewers have pitched it. Yeah, and I mean, you combine that with like Mark was saying with the rating as well. Um, I mean, I know what the uh, one of the other managers in work, Nick. He he like asked me what the certificate was because his daughter wanted to see it but she's i think she's 12 i want to say or 11 and it was like cut out the f-bombs and maybe a bit of the blood and you know with the tone of this being as comedic as it is you could have you could have got away with a 12a pretty easy um and then that's opening it up to a substantially larger audience yeah Um, you don't need the f bombs. No, not really. It, it, it's not. It doesn't. Uh, given the, the ability to, to to swear or anything like that, doesn't doesn't add to the to the. It's not the violence. Isn't, the, a lot of violence isn't. I mean, there's the bit where he peels off the man, the, the man's face. He, yeah, but I, I don't. Know, I think there's maybe ways. There are almost comedic ways you can do that. Mm. And what is it? Um, but yeah, I, it's a lot of fun. It's it's crazy. It's manic. It looks fantastic. It does, As yeah. a film, it's a really good-looking movie. I did come out of it, though, thinking it's such a shame that, like, younger girls aren't going to see this. Because it is, I mean, mm. it is quite empowering as, like, you know, you know girls don't have to just be super virtuous like fucking Wonder Woman. They can be mental and still... Like have a movie about them, and they can still be like badass. Do you know why? It's, it, why? Why I think that it, it, it comes across as empowering. Why? Because it in no way is attempting to be empowering at all. Mm. Um, at the end with Kathy Yan, where she, she said, "We didn't, we didn't set, we set out to make just a cool movie, a cool movie." That was fun. Was what is it? And we're not trying to tell like a message like that because the minute you try to tell people things, they rally against it. You lose them. Mm. I loved Harley's little psychological evaluations of people peppered throughout it as well. That was quite cute. It brought back the fact that she's supposed yeah, to be yeah. mad but intelligent. Mm. That and I will say as well the. There's the shot in the trailer of her kind of like reacting to something and going no, <laughs> and the fact that that, that is literally just it's because sandwich. of that sandwich is the best. Like that that's... English look from the trailer, and you're like, oh my god, what's happened there? And then you watch it, and it's about a fucking egg sandwich. Yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> but it, it, it's stuff like that that is just that that adds to just the enjoyment factor of this movie. The fact that they've purposefully gone no. We're going to have a lot of it set in fucking bright daylight mm-hmm. rather than making it, what is it, and have it colourful and have it spectacular and it, it feels like a bit more, it, it feels like the country. You know what? We're going to give people fun. A Harley Quinn movie where she's not just, weirdly, where she's not just pining, she's not just a joke, a sidekick. Yeah. 
And I think that that was what made it kind of cool about the whole thing. But I I, I agree what you're saying with the fact that, that the film is always better when she's on screen and the other one tries to get fleshed out enough. But I thought um, Journey. Yeah. Journey Smollett uh, Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Journey Smollett Bell. Uh, I thought she was really good. Yeah, sure. I thought she was really good as Black Canary. I thought. You didn't like the fact that she got a superpower. Though. The superpower thing did did kind of make me go, ah, that feels a little bit incongruous to the rest of the movie. But okay. Well, again, like like we said, if it's in the comic books, then fair play, didn't we? Yeah. It feels a little bit like a bridge movie. Like they've gone, all right, okay, so we did Suicide Squad, and that was a little bit panned content-wise, but Harley Quinn was quite well received. We want to do this Birds of Prey movie, but no one knows any of those characters. How can we create a link between this and this? And then get to there so we can make a Birds of Prey movie. The problem is, you aren't going to make a Birds of Prey movie. Because they've not fleshed the characters out enough in this. They're not interesting enough. No, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. They, I think they possibly are, given a bit of... They're not. Literally, they make a joke in the movie about the fact that the Huntress's name's crap. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> Yeah, you you one <laughs> you one hundred percent need another lead in there for for Birds of Prey to to work. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another reason I like Mary Elizabeth Winston, right? I I, I like her as, as an actress. I think she's. I think there's, there's sort of out in the terms of how she she has quite a to date performance style mm. for that there is a reason why Mary Elizabeth Winston isn't a, isn't a huge star and it's because people find her quite wooden mm. she's a little bit of an American um, Keira Knightley <laughs> I think you forgot a bit more about Keira Knightley I, I, did, I did like the fact that, that basically they decided right for all of her bits that are set in the background we're going to give it a really fucking Kill Billy vibe <laughs> um, um, breaking news. Yeah, there is a plane flying over the Oscars, carry uh, like flying a sign that says hashtag Alita sequel, hashtag Alita Army. I love that. <laughs> There's been a lot of stuff about so, so, campaigning for that Alita Battle Angel too, aren't there? In the last couple couple days. Fucking hell, Ronald Rodriguez really wants that new paycheck. <laughs> Laura Rodriguez has got another divorce payment coming. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something horrible, I mean. Hmm? I thought you were going to say something horrible had happened. No. Oh, um, um, no. Apparently, Caitlin Deaver's dress is a completely sustainable dress by Louis Vuitton. All right. Well, as in, as in I think it just means that she's going to wear it more than once. I mean, it's not quite the Lana Del Rey one from the Grammys, is it? No. <laughs> she's got it from the mall. She got it from the mall. <laughs> when her boyfriend was buying a belt. Uh, I feel really bad now, because Spike Lee, it's so obvious that that's a, that suits a tribute to Kobe Bryant. 
and I feel really bad you, calling him an alternate that. reality postman. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I liked the Rosie Perez uh, t-shirt that she rocked from half of the movie. I shaved my balls today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it's... It was good. I'm glad she seems to be getting like more work in the last couple of years. Yeah, because it, it's kind of like... Um, with with yeah, it, it, she's really good in it. She's a lot of fun in it. Um, but that's the thing that they're, they're all a lot of fun, and it's a fun movie. And it, it's and then I I do think feel a little bit like we didn't get quite enough McGregor in it because he was yeah. he was good, but he's a what is it? Yeah. And then when he flips out because he thinks that girl's laughing at him, it was a genuinely sinister moment in a mm-hmm. movie. Really it was quite uncomfortable. It was a bit like all right. This is, this is different to everything else. Mm. Yeah, I don't think they gave him enough of the sinister. No, but then again, maybe that was intentional to make him just seem like a a ridiculous douchebag. Yeah. Uh, which he does seem like a ridiculous douchebag. I love the fact that all of his gloves that he's wearing, because he's clearly a germaphobe, um, had his um, initials on them. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar Isaacs. That is Oscar Isaacs, yeah. Oh, he's gone grey real quick. Also known as Antonio Banderas's younger brother. He has. Antonio Banderas film. That is fucking weird. How grey he is. How old is Oscar Isaac? He'll be. Maybe he's just stopped dying it. Early forties, maybe. Oscar Isaacs was a weird one. He kind of arrived and all of a sudden was was like an and Oscar Isaacs and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose Drive is, what, like a decade old now. So, yeah, I suppose it he just has been about for a bit, hasn't he? Boy. What the fuck is Alfie Allen doing? Oh, yeah, Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. He's actually really good in Jojo Rabbit. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was fun in Jojo Rabbit, yeah. Who's that awkward man in the background? He'll uh, be someone's handler. <laughs> Oh, Oscar Isaac's looking pretty handsome. No, Oscar Isaac always looks handsome. What the fuck is that, Becky? It's Juliana Rancic, I think. What's that, though? It's just an e-presenter. I don't like it. it looks like I want to know who Mars the woman Attacks. in the orange dress behind her is. It looks like the thing from Mars Attacks. The game of topic. The hot Martian thing that does the thing. <laughs> the thing? Yeah. I wish you could see the motions that he's doing right now, Ian. <laughs> Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey, yeah. Yeah. Um, I really like that, the action. The action shot really well. There is a. However, I did comment to Becky as we were coming down the big escalator out of Cine World. Um, no, no, you're underplaying it. The big. Yeah, the like, triple fucking escalator. <laughs> as it, this movie should have been called Dick Kick. I think it's a crotch punch. Crotch punch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's an awful lot of of, of, of crotch trauma. I have no issue with seeing those ladies. I, not, on bodies I am not saying I have an issue with it at all. I am saying there was an awful lot of it. Oh, the bit oh. in the trailer in in the in the context of the film with the cocaine is funny as well. Where she's behind it all and she gets like high and then just goes, "I'm gonna kick everyone's ass." And just goes to town on everyone, and I enjoyed that. But yeah, there is there is a lot of crotch 
There's even like girl crotch punching. Yeah, she's good to go on to the girl crotch mm. punching. Uh, it, 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 it goes, though, towards the end in the funhouse thing. It, you are watching it going, I, I was thinking, and I don't think she has actually, but I was thinking, it's got a bit music video in this. It mm-hmm. feels like somebody who's directed a lot of music videos. I mm. thought the action, the action and the fight scenes were actually really quite I thought they were, era. apart from that one, in the what is it. But, yeah. it was, but there were some funny moments in it with the, you know, when did she get time to change her shoes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good. But like even the, even the bit where she's at the road derby at the start, that's really well done. Yeah, the action, the action's great. The, the action, the police um, station raid is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just how bright and colourful it all is as well. Um, while it's happening, like the you know the um kind of like the almost like the beanbag guns with the confetti and the <laughs> the explosion at Ace Chemicals at the start, and it's all kind of multicoloured explosions and whatnot. You know, it sets out this stall earlier on, uh, early on, and then kind of goes with it. Um, yeah, I mean. Kathy Yan, it's her second fucking feature. The first one hasn't even got a release in the UK ever. Um, and yeah, she made her mark. Good on her. Absolutely. That's it. It's a. The pacing is great. Um, the casting all performance. There's not a bad performance in it at all. Um, mm. It looks really fucking good. It's confident as fuck. Um, it's. It, 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 it's a really big success of a movie. The, the, the annoying thing is, it will just constantly get judged on, oh, it didn't make as much money. Nobody fucking should. Go away. It's a good movie. Money. It's, it's a better movie than Suicide Squad. Oh, oh yeah. By, 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 yeah. 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 If we're talking about the, if we're talking about the, 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 the current DC movies, and we're not including Joker in it because it's not, it's a different animal. Um, I, I would say, it, it, I, I would, I would probably best, put yeah. it as my as my favourite yeah. um, since well, of, of this little run of them. I don't think you can really include the Nolan ones. We well, can't include the Nolan ones. No, it's different Batman. So it's the best one. Yeah, it's the best one. Yeah, so far of this recrop. Yeah. But it makes me sad that it's not going to make as much money because then it'll be deemed a failure. Yeah, that, that's the problem. It'll be deemed a failure when actually it's it, it, it's not. It's actually really quite good. Total false. I mean, I won't go off that far, but... <laughs> but it's a lot Yeah, definitely not shit. Oh, definitely not shit. Have you ever wondered what so-called family films will scar your kids forever? Put, put your four and five-year-olds in front of this movie. It's like, if they didn't know what death was before this, they're going to know it after it. They're going to know it after it, and they're going to be freaking terrified. And they're going to be questioning it, yeah. Or do you have the slight suspicion that your loved one has a cold, dead heart? Yeah, the Dark Knight has got like, all the orphans, and like, oh no, we're going to die. They did not build up those orphans at all. In my head, it's like, kill them. Then look no further, the His Film Her Movie podcast is the show for you. It's the movie podcast that celebrates the contrasting cinematic tastes of its hosts. So join Jordan and Lauren every week on their unique journey through the land of the silver screen. So if you're looking for a few laughs, some fun film-related chat, then get involved. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.
you a craft beer junkie? Do you eagerly anticipate the freshest IPA release from your local craft brewer? Do you check in every beer you've ever had on Untapped? Do you know the difference between a Belgian triple and a Berliner Weisse? Then do we have a podcast for you. What's Untapped podcast gives you beer reviews, interviews with brewers, behind the scenes, access to beer festivals, games, and more. Whether you're a craft beer junkie or new to the world of craft brewing, What's on Tap podcast is something for you. Check us out online, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and now we are podsyndicate.com. And as always, keep drinking, you dum-dums. Uh, in our continuing, um, cause, cause, uh, uh, so if we we'll get into what we've been watching, uh, before we get into what we've been watching, so we they really are pushing this Bernie Feldstein thing, aren't they? It's um, weird how much she's been. I suppose it must be the audience, but blimey, there's got to be some other people they can focus on. <laughs> so we, we, we've tried a few times now, haven't we? Um, to go, double bills? Our double bills at the cinema. It's not worked out well, really, has it? We don't do well, now. So we went on um, Tuesday, didn't we? Yes. To go and see Beautiful in the Neighbourhood. Yeah. And Queen and Slim. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I've mentioned before, the, the cinema we go to is uh, part of a bigger project. And, and the rest of the project is the project is, is under construction. Now, when we go to the cinema, you don't hear any of the noise, nothing like that. No. Not this is a problem. No. So we get to the cinema to go and see uh, Beautiful in the Neighbourhood at, um, like, what? 2012, something like that? Uh, yeah. Um, Sandra Arrow looks beautiful. And then uh, we get there, um, go in, and the cinema manager and a few people have stood at the bottom of the escalators saying, we can't open upstairs where the cinema is, because um, the <laughs> security doors, which act as um, fire escapes yeah. for the entire building, um he said, I think he said, um, out of 14 of them, 12 of them don't work. Well, initially he said, oh, um, there's a problem with, with the um, the builders have blocked the fire doors. Yeah. And then you were like, how do you mean? And, they, and then he, he rather elaborated and said that they'd paved up to the fire doors too high so that it, they wouldn't open. Yeah, so the doors wouldn't open. <laughs> So that happened. Yeah, so we didn't get to see Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood. No, and it looks like we're probably not going to now. No. Because it's coming out of the cinema. Then, we go today to do our double bill, don't we? Yeah, we did, yeah. So we go today to do our double bill, and we're there a little bit early, so we decided to go for uh, an ambulance, don't we? Yes. Yeah. So we're going to see Birds of Prey at ten past one, and then um, at four o'clock we're seeing Underwater. Yeah. Um, sat in Nando's and we've gone to Nando's it's taken about half an hour which is quite a long time for a Nando's to arrive hasn't it yeah and it is it's it, 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 it close to like one o'clock but we're still thinking ten minutes to eat a fucking Nando's cinema's like right there we've got like twenty minutes that's going to be fine and then what happened Becky so then Isabel had stayed at her friend's last night and then she'd got home and I had accidentally, instead of locking the front door with a key so she could reopen it from the outside, deadbolted it from inside. But she couldn't get in. Oh. So, I, so then I had to <laughs> drive off, do that. Uh, when did we eat our Nando's, Rebecca? Well, so I got it boxed up 
And we put it in the boot of the car, and then we had a little picnic, didn't we, between birds of prey and underwater? In the car. In the car. We yeah, got called Nandos. Noah, Noah Bambach's trying to smile. He's put his thumb up. Oh, oh God. How do you All right, I'm off. Right? When, you, when you've made a movie about cheating on your wife with, with like your, your protege, how do you then take said protege to the Oscars? I think, I think the protege is taking him. <laughs> I, think, I think there is a little bit of that, that, yeah. Burning inside, going, I wanted her to be good, but not as fucking good as me. Why do I keep getting overshadowed by the women in my lines? <laughs> I like him. Josh Gard? Yeah. Josh Gad's quite amusing. I, I did very much enjoy the little monsters. He's um Yeah. He's in the new Armando Iannucci show that's on Sky One now, Avenue Five. Um Don and I have been watching it. It's it's good value. He's, uh, the, I, I, he's I, the, the captain, isn't he? Not he, captain, like the the billionaire owner of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, he's I good. A couple of episodes of that, it's funny. Hmm. Watched you, you won't watch television. You never even knew it existed. It's got what's his face in it? Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie. He plays the captain who's not really a captain because it's all automated. Right, fine. Then an emergency happens. I don't know what captain is a captain of. Could be anything. Spaceship. Right, fair enough. There you go. Space cruise. Cool. It's good. Fuck you guys. Ian, what have you watched this week? Not an awful lot, in all honesty. Um, literally, the only yeah, only only thing I got to talk about this week is uh, Judy. Uh, I watched the the film that doesn't exist. I did you though? Was, pre- was, was, was it just a blank screen for ninety minutes, and then just every so often just flashed up with still going an award, still going an award. How was it, Ian? <laughs> It was fine. It it was it was all right. It, it's it's a film where you wouldn't begrudge Rene Zellweger. Well, no, I I I take that back. I think I would just because her competition is strong, and she's doing good work in this. Is it is but, it a good performance crap film? Yeah, it's a it's a bit of that. I mean I mean basically it's. Um, Judy Garland, like pretty late in her life, even though she died when she was like 47, um, uh, basically doing a series of concerts in London to try and pay uh, like for basically like uh, permanent housing and whatnot so that she can uh, um, have custody of her kids. So it's kind of tinged with sadness all the way through. And it's basically about this woman real like like realizing her limitations fuck it fucking hell take away tt just stop it now you've got type yt oh we've got Antonio about those like it, it was like him and white like jesus oh, christ go, yeah. just that's enough now um yeah um so it's kind of tinged with sadness as she kind of basically go through the film realizes that what she's good at is what she's good at and try as she might, she might never be the best mum in the world. It's kind of a weirdly melancholy, dark kind of arc that she goes through in that respect. Um, and her seeing the effect she has on people's lives around her, it's, it's nice, but it's kind of, cause I, I I'll be honest. I don't know that much about Judy Garland. 
the title card comes up at the end, basically saying she died six months after she finished her London concerts. And it's just really fucking sad. And it, I, I think the end is supposed to be hopeful. Um, you know, it's basically the entire film is building up to Rani Zellweger singing somewhere over the rainbow. Um, and it ends on this kind of sad, hopeful note. And it, I, it was just, it was, it was fine. I'm not surprised it hasn't been nominated for anything else. Zellweger is good, but I'll be honest. It just kind of feels like one of those ones that in like 10, 15 years time, you're going to go. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You had Saoirse Ronan nominated for little women. You had Scarlett Johansson nominated for marriage story and you gave it to a bit like the Eddie Ray bands. Yeah. Winning for what is it? Or and also a little bit like like Gary Oldman winning for wearing prosthetics and saying things that didn't happen in a yeah yeah I mean that 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 yeah I mean that's it I mean I I haven't seen Harriet but I I I would not be surprised if Cynthia Erivo gives a kind of a more overwhelming performance than Zellweger does quite frankly um and, and the same with Charlize Theron you know it, it's yeah I mean it just it's fine Charlize Theron's really good in Bombshell she is it, it feels like a weak category that this year it feels like a it feels I think but I think it feels like a weak category partially because you're looking at it and going Rene Zellweger's gonna win hmm. but none of them but without really like... even trying like like, like when Alban won for what is it? Yeah. Which was a bit like you're going right. But it, it is. It, it, it's almost like I think I, I think Brad mentioned this. Something like we should have a separate category that should be best interpretation of a popular figure. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, it, it just. I don't know, man. Like the, the Little Women not getting the heat that it probably should have does weird me out, and it. It does kind of feel like with Saoirse Ronan, people are just like, she's still young, she'll... She'll get one eventually. She'll, yeah. she'll get one eventually. And I think it's, what, like her fifth nomination and she's 25 or something. Because um, obviously I, we've not seen Little Women, but everything I've heard about that is about Forrest Pugh's performance. Yeah, and to be honest, I kind of There's a part of me that thinks that if there's going to be an upset tonight, it might be... Pew getting supporting actress over Laura Dern. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it will happen. No. Um, but that that's one potential upset. But I mean, Florence Pugh is fucking phenomenal in Little Women. But so so Saoirse Ronan. It's just a really, really, really strong film. Um, that's quietly made a lot of money as well. It must be said. It's done over a hundred million in the US. I think it's done over two hundred million worldwide. I want to say. Um, you know, I mean, like that's that's a fucking that's a hit um and yeah it kind of feels like might get best costume design tonight maybe best adapted screenplay and that's going to be about it yeah 177 million off a 40 million budget that's worldwide yeah 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 not quite 200 but still though i mean like that's certifiable hit that yeah it it, it is it's 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 one of those films i really want to want to see but i just don't it, it just doesn't appeal to me at all for some reason, I don't know whether it's the the original film 
sort of colouring my view of it. Period dramas like me, I sound fucking yeah, child off, mate. I just, I just, it, it just has no kind of, I've got no urgency to see I, it. I will watch it. Yeah. I, I, did, I, I did want to see it. It's just one of those that just didn't have time because there's just so much thrown at like a, a, a six, eight week period that they, they, sometimes you just don't have time to claw everything around. Mm. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that, that's it. I mean, it's like, I haven't seen Bombshell. I haven't seen A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood. It's, um, you know, I, I've been kind of picking my battles as such, you know, and um, I mean, Judy, just because it was available to rent on iTunes and it was like go on then I can actually fit something in today I'll I'll watch that um but yeah sorry the connection went with Judy it's just like she's gonna win and but it's like she's won everything prior and no one has talked about any of her speeches whatsoever it just it, it it's you know, people have been very complimentary about like things that Bong Joon Ho's had to say, and uh, Brad Pitt especially. Um, Joaquin Phoenix has got attention, and Rani Zellweger just not nothing. It just mm. it's such a fucking nothing, and it, the performance kind of says that as well because it's fine. It's a good performance. I, I think part of it is is she's very um, she's very well liked. As a person, when it's always apparently she is apparently she, she's she's a lovely person. She's she's just a really nice. What is it? Everyone who works with her always says the same thing um, mm. about her that she's just she's quite unassuming. She doesn't she, she, she's not a very she, she doesn't give a shit about any of the showbiz stuff or anything yeah. like that. Um, so I think she's just but I think when she's going up to collect things, I think she's just going up and just kind of saying thank you to people and then just walking off. She's not using the platform to go, I'm going to do this, this, or this, or this, this. And as well, it's like, she's not, as an actress now, she doesn't seem like she, like she kind of gives a shit. She's not trying to regain a career or kickstart a career or anything like that. She's just, she's doing what she wants to do. It's a bit of a problem with Renee Zellweger, because obviously she's she's recognisable enough from what she looked like when she was younger but also she's had a fair kind of whack of work done hasn't she she's not quite what's the name out of Dirty Dancing mm. but she's she's is a little bit like a different person <laughs> yeah no for sure um, but yeah, I mean that that's that's Judy. No one will ever think about that film ever again. Like it will be the what did Renee Zellweger win her second Oscar for at a pub quiz, and no one will know the answer. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, she's got one already, hasn't she? She won for was it Corbett? Chicago? Oh uh, yeah, was it? She didn't win for Chicago, but she won for Cold Mountain. I don't like Chicago. No, Chicago's fine. Mm. Uh, she, yeah, she won for uh, Best Point Actress, uh, Best Actress in a Spot and Roll Cold Mountain, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I, that's I, it. I, 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 I
yeah, it's a bit like Clover yeah. Cruise looks. It, it, you know, you get top one for oh. whatever it is that TV oh, show. Oh fuck. Fucking hell, man. She's fucking been sucking the souls of some you know, young women <laughs> to make, make her younger. Virgin blood, aren't she? Jesus Christ. Oh. Like, that's... Um, Javier Bardem. That's yeah, it is Javier Bardem, isn't it? He's kind of hot as well, isn't he? Mm. <laughs> he? He's hot in a weird way. He's hot in a way where you actually look at him and you go, he shouldn't be, but he's making it all work. He's hot, but he's punching. <laughs> mm, mm. Is that all, all, all you watch this week, then, Ian? Yeah, no, I'm good. That's me. Cool. Uh, what should we do first, Bex? Should we do our rewatches first? We'll do our rewatches first, then. Oh, we've got too much into, we're not going to get into Underwater, because Ian's going to watch that tomorrow, so we'll discuss that next week. Okay. Okay, well, should we do the, those two that he's probably going to watch and get them out of the way? And not we're, we're not going to do that at all, because so we're doing it next week. We can talk a little bit about that one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, obviously, we went to see Queen and Slim as as the second part of our semi-abortable bill. Um, mm. I won't say too much about it, because I really hope you go and see it, but it is fantastic. Nice. That's all I've got to say on it. That's all you've got to say. We can't really say much more about it, can we? I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, no, what's politics? I think it is that. But in saying that, though, it literally is. Ian, have you seen the trailer? Yes. Right, that's the story. Um, yeah, but there's a they, lot more to it than just that. They, uh, there's a lot more to it, obviously, but that is the story. There's nothing, there's no other bits within it. No. Or anything like that. Uh, you will very, 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 very much like the uh, title card. Ooh, big one. Oh, oh, it is. Um, it's Queen Slim just fucking fills the screen. But the way it comes on is really... The opening credits bit is really well done. It's a really... Um, it's a really well-made film. It's another great-looking movie. Um, and it, the, the trailer, it, although that is the story, it isn't quite what you think it's going to be. Mm. Um, and there's a few. I didn't expect a bit with all the aliens. No, I didn't expect the aliens. No, that was odd. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, both leads are fantastic. I do not know how this has not been nominated. I'm baffled. Yeah, I'm baffled how it's not nominated for at least both acting awards. Yeah, she was nominated for best actress. She'd be a fucking lock in for me. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Uh, yeah, Jodie Turner Smith is incredible in this. Um, both both lead performances are fucking fantastic. Yeah, I also think you could put Buck and Woodbine in for best supporting actor. Which one's he? Uh, the uncle. Uncle L. Yeah. Yeah, he's really good. He's really fucking good in it. The whole movie's nice. great. And then Flea turns up randomly. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The guy that I literally nudged you and went, fucking hell, Flea's here. I don't listen to you in the cinema, you should be talking. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dennis Lewis yeah. uh, continues to just do great, great work. Um, and um, Lynn Matsukas, um, 
again, whilst everyone's talking quite rightly so about certain female directors and things like that, the fact that her name never gets mentioned, it, it seems to be like, it's like, has this movie done something to people? Yeah. I don't, how it is not <laughs> it exposed itself to a minor or something like that. It honestly baffles me. Yeah. Baffles me. It's really oh. fucking good. Um, right. Uh, do that one then, Max. I'm not talking about election. This is your fucking wheelhouse. You wanted to watch it. I did. You've been dying your... about watching it for ages. It's your movie. How is it my movie? Because you're, you're, you've got a bit of a weird obsession with election. No, I don't. Yeah, you love it. No, you've been asking to rewatch it for weeks. <laughs> uh, so we rewatched election, the uh, Reese Witherspoon and what's his fucking name? Matthew Broderick, Broderick. Uh, movie. Um I'm, I'm sure you've spoken about it before, but it's yeah, but... it's 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 just clever and good, and and it's quite engaging. Like even though none of the characters are likable, it is quite still engaging. You do still kind of root for them, even when they're being bad. Yeah, it is a film where literally everybody, with the exception of Chris Lyons' character, is a piece of shit. He's lovely. <laughs> yeah. He just wants everyone to be happy. Yeah, and everyone yeah. else is just an absolute piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I've got an obsession with election, like you're claiming. You've been carrying <laughs> to rewatch it for weeks. Uh, but I do like it. It's, good. It's, a, it's a fun watch. It is. But it's nice yeah. to go back to every couple of years. Yeah, it mm. is, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But the thing is, it, it really it, bothered me this time. That hasn't bothered me as much previously when I've watched it. You know when he palms those two votes and he puts them in the bin? Mm-hmm. Put them in your fucking shirt pocket. Or even if you're going to put them in the bin, at least go back and remove them. I don't think he thinks a Janet's in a fucking marble. But even that weird kid that's a bit like, no, I can't get it right. After that kid had said that, he should have gone... He should have gone, he should have gone, Miles, shut the fuck up. No, he should have bitched like that kid. He shouldn't have fucking left him in the bin. No. Uh, Ian, did this start your your hatred for Reese Witherspoon? No, I think her birth did. <laughs> Why do you hate her? She's fucking twat. She is a twat. That's a fair comment. Wow. She is a twat. Or Reese. Oh, she is. She is. She, 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 she's once drunkenly done the Don't You Know Who I Am. Oh, okay. How about Reese Witherspoon? No, I think I... Let's. Uh, yes. Next one. Go on. Go on then. You can do it. No, I don't. I'm hosting. You do it. I'm I'm telling you. Uh, so we finally got around to watching Three from Hell, the Rob Zombie movie. Oh because yeah. Okay. It's on Prime. Because it's on Prime. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, because Prime, uh, Prime literally will go. If Netflix ever had anything that's new. Even if it isn't a Netflix original, they will literally shout about it like motherfuckers. It will you you will be scrolling on, if if this was on Netflix, you'd be scrolling through films for age three to seven, and it'd go by the way from hell, from hell, that's here. Yeah, yeah. Whereas whereas Amazon literally go, hmm, was, was this out in the past six months? Yeah, it was. Right, where can we hide it? Put it in gay sports documentaries. No <laughs> one's going to look at that. There you go. Put it in there. There you fucking go. So yeah, so we watched Three From Hell. 
I really fucking enjoyed Three from Hell. It, it, I, to be fair, like I like House of a Thousand Corpses and I like Devil's Rejects, so I was I was always gonna like this. And do you know what? I hate to use the term, but I stand Baby Firefly. Like <laughs> she's she's just good fun. Like she's batty and she's just mental, but she's like you kind of watch her doing something like yeah. Do you know what? I'm with you. I'm with you, baby Firefly. And it's just, they're just good fun. They're fun characters, and it's, you shouldn't root for them, but you kind of do. And this one's a lot more fun than the other two, I yeah, think. Yeah. It, it's less, it's, it's more nasty, but less nasty, if that makes sense. Mm. It, 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 it's definitely playing with it. The one thing I will say for Rob Zombie is he, he without question, has a style. Yeah. And he's definitely playing to this to the style here, but it's a lot more breezy than I expected it to be. Yeah, yeah, but it does kind of it is a little bit like you know like when you watch like funny games for instance, and it's constantly prodding you going, yeah, but you're watching it though, aren't you? It's gross, but you're watching it, you're watching it. Oh though. yeah. And you kind of a little bit like these guys, but they're bad. It, this kind of does the same, but in a little bit more of a subtle way, like. It, it's fun and they're fun characters so you kind of don't want them to get killed by all these Mexicans but also they're really bad people like and if it was in real life then yeah you wouldn't root for them but it's a film so you kind of do does that make sense? Yeah it, it, it does yeah. It, it, it's, it's like that and it's I expect it to be a little bit I, I expect it to be something that I wanted to watch but while I was watching it going Oh, I'm, I'm I'm struggling to get through this a little bit, but it's not. It actually flies by at quite a nice pace. The, yeah. the, the, the the documentary style that it goes for for the first half of the movie. Yeah, like the trial footage. Yeah, it, yeah. it is really clever. Mm. Um, it does lose a little bit of pace. I think once it drops off that, um, mm. and it becomes a little bit the, the second, the, the, the last third maybe. Um, I would say more of a bit in the middle where there was the Warden's family. I, I, I was still bothered with that. What, where you had a, that lady like sat just naked. And then I mean, you're going to get that in a Rob Zombie movie. You just are. That's the point of the actual endeavour. Oh, look at Brad. Um, but yeah, but yeah it, Free From Hell, it, it's, it's a lot better than... A lot better than I expected it to be. Yeah, than I expected it to be. I think that anyone would have expected it to be. It, it's a good time. I didn't expect them to kill Captain Spaulding off as early as they did. Well, he, he, he's, he's, he's dead. Yes, but he didn't die until after this came out. No, but you can tell he's very ill. Mm. I mean, he looks like... He, he looks very ill. Yeah, he does. But he still delivers a really fun performance yeah. in the first ten minutes. You know, yeah. he still manages to be really fucking threatening and cutting and... And fun, isn't it? Yeah. But, like, Otis is probably the main character in this one, isn't he? Um, I would say Sherry Moon Zombie's the main character. You think? Yeah, I, I, I think... <laughs> that bit where she kills those two nasty ladies and then, like... Uh, what does she write in the blood? Uh, oh, fuck you, Greta. Fuck you, Greta. Ah. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, uh, it, 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 it's, it's a good time. But what I'd say is, if you're not into Rob Zombie movies, then just don't bother watching it, because you're not yeah. going to enjoy it. 
And if you've not seen the other two either, like it doesn't make an awful lot of sense. No, no, it'll make no mm. sense there. I've watched the other ones, it, it, it is paramount. To be fair, if you make it through the other two, this one will be like walk in the park. Fair enough. Yeah. Stop getting distracted by Oscar's footage. Well, distracted by Oscar's footage. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that, that's that's all all we had as well. Um, did I not watch anything? Uh, yeah, you you fucking go because you'll watch more than me this week because I've been yeah. driving. There you are, yeah. Okay, so I I got I watched Ring Two and Ring Zero. Oh yes, okay. <laughs> Ring Two is more horror-y and Ring Zero is more kind of introspective. Do you know what? Like, without giving too much away, because I know you've not seen it yet, it's mm. it it humanises the the character that's been this like big evil baddie for the previous two films. Like, because this this would probably be linearly the trilogy. I know there's a lot of other Ring movies that have kind of been dotted out, and it is kind of it's difficult to track the. the which ones are sequels to which but ring zero is is probably realistically the the sequel to ring and ring two and it it is all about her and kind of after her mother dies who obviously is the psychic in the first two and then she's just the daughter it's like how she kind of tries to lead a normal life and how she's then forced to confront the kind of powers that she's got and then forced to use them because of like what's going on. Um, And it it, it is quite, it is quite a sympathetic movie. It's got a really good ending as well. So that's good. Um, Else, what else, what else? I think that might be it. I watched Pet Cemetery, rewatched Pet Cemetery as well today. What, the new one? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a film I'll never watch again. <laughs> it's actually better than I remember it being. Oh, fair play. You liked it the first time around, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah. But it's, it felt a bit... I don't know, certain elements of it felt a bit, like, rushed when I watched it last time that didn't this time around. I liked it better this time. Just sat in the comfort of my own home watching it. Um, mm. It's... It's really good. It's a really good adaptation and a rework of the the source material. And obviously, it's not just a direct remake of the first film because they've changed bits of it. And yeah, really enjoyed it on rewatch. Nice, nice. Mm. Mark's wandered off. No, he's only hosting. You know, it's fine. I know, rude. Um, rude, you literally only watched Judy this week. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I've, I've like I watched the uh, the spy who loved me. Um, oh, okay. I f- think the man with the golden gun as well. So um, yeah, like just <laughs> trying to get through the bonds. How's that going? More of a task than I anticipated. It's fun, but it's kind of str- stressful. Like, a lot of them though, isn't there? Yeah, fucking look at Keanu with his with his girlfriend. Aww. Yes. Yes. I love that they've kind of like they, they, I don't think they really hid it, but they didn't really publicise it either, did they? So. Oh, that's brilliant. That's not her, is it? Yeah. She looks different. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> I love Keanu Reeves though. 
Like, oh, what's he saying? I'm going to turn this up slightly. Oh, so Toy Story 4 is the excuse for him being there then. Ah, uh, Rami Malek there, looking like he's going to murder some people. <laughs> like always. <laughs> Fuck, he's just a creepy-looking son of a bitch, that guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He, he, is, uh, he is very creepy-looking, isn't he? It's, I think he's been made worse for that, that, that video thing that was doing the rounds of him. Sorry, say again. That video that was doing the rounds of him with the things he likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That made it so much worse. Like, that's the thing. I think he could be a really good Bond villain just because he is just fucking shifty looking. Yeah. <laughs> he just comes across as a fucking weirdo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's I, I, I hope I hope he has that energy. Because she's Natalie Portman, I think. I think is she playing the war, maybe? I think. Yeah, she's there to uh, complain about the fact that there's a lack of female filmmakers, and then not make any films with female filmmakers. <laughs> oh, he didn't have Natalie Portman for long. Oh, hi, Sir Sharonin. That was a weird introduction. People give a shit about Zender. You know you Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Henry Terrell was a host this week. You have been crap as a host. Yeah, you wandered off. Yeah, I need to go. What sort of I need to go and say bye to our daughter, see if you watch Sue in the morning and then we're going away for a week. Aye. Little terrible parent. I swear Ryan Seacrest just said little women and at the same time did a hand motion like he was going little. We're <laughs> <laughs> doing the full Joey of these little women. How little, How little are they? <laughs> are they scary little? <laughs> well, feels we got we have to do a bit of fillering here. Can we um, talk about the uh, fact that, 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 that it's pretty much confirmed that Friends is coming back? No, it's going to be a weird reunion show. It's going to be like you know, like they did with um... Miranda. The in between us. The in between us, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. not actual... it's not an actual show show. Oh, it's just them. It's an unscripted reunion. Oh, so it's just them talking about. Yeah. Oh, that's a terrible idea. That's a crap idea, yeah. That's a bad idea. Yes. Yes, it is, yeah. But they, it's like there's one of them that's really, really anti. I think it might, might be Matthew Perry. It is, yeah. Who's like, I'm not doing an actual show. I'll come talk about friends but i'm not doing an actual show well it, his whole uh, thing is it, it, it is i'm very thankful for the show i like the fans I, it's great that it happened but it has literally nearly killed me mm. yeah i mean we've 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 been re-watching friends on netflix like you know like a lot of people do and it is fucking mental how much his weight will shift in the course of a season yeah yeah 
It is. Um, it's also like, like the, we, we did a rewatch for it a couple of years ago, didn't we? Um, and it is staggering how good that show is for such a long time yeah. before it has even a minor little dip. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a good five, ser- five, six series where it is just really just excellent every single week. It's, yeah. it, it, it's a staggering level that it has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, it makes me a bit sad though, like with all the kind of negative stuff that it's had about it since it's come on like Netflix. Yeah, I think the way that that that, that, that some of the cast have dealt with it quite well though, uh, where they've come out and been quite honest and said, you know what, actually, yeah, go back and look at that, it, it, it doesn't look good. And then certain bits where um, they've come out and said, you know. Like uh, Matt Levine saying, you know, I I I didn't like yeah. the Joey getting with Rachel story. Mm. It didn't make sense to me. They ran out of ideas. I, I it never liked it, and he said that's what it felt like. It felt like they ran out of ideas, yeah. but you know, you have to do what you have to do. Yeah, I mean they they kind of course correct from that quite quickly. We're actually around about that section now, and there's there's quite a lot of the umming and ahhing about it. And then I think it's only really like one episode where they actually properly like go out on a date, and then that's about it. Yeah, it, it's a, it's. I think what is also as well odd, um, I think that that the streamer generations will never get is that was a TV show that when we were watching it first time round originally, mm. it was. Once a week, at a specific time, yeah. unless you had Video Plus, and then you got to watch, like, 18 minutes of the 21 minutes of it, because it would cut off either the first two minutes or last <laughs> few minutes, because Video mm-hmm. Plus didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 you had that, it, it was that, and then you had a, a break of four months yeah. where it wasn't on. Yeah. But like yeah, but like you say, a a storyline that lasts three episodes lasts an hour and a half. Yeah. In like modern audiences psyches, whereas it's three fucking weeks. Yeah, it is. It, mm. it, it's weeks, and if you had that during the break time, it, it could be yeah. six weeks that yeah, you're going on a fucking cliffhanger or something like that. You're going, holy shit! You know what? And, yeah. There's a there's a whole different experience for it. Mm. It's, it it's very. Jarring, you, you're watching things and going, I remember this story goes on for a while. I don't know, two episodes, cool. <laughs> do, you, do you know what? I think the reason why Caitlin Diva was um, on it for so long was just because there were fuck all celebrities there until about the last 10, 15 minutes or so. Yeah. And now... They've cut to Alex Zane to start his bit just when they're probably going to get all the red carpet interviews with oh, the big and, ones. And you look at it going, Alex Zane going, going, ooh, they're not hiding his hair plugs well, are they? Oh, I didn't know this. No. They're not hiding his hair plugs. You, you don't end up with your hair just, just randomly starting that far down, but not actually sprouting hair till about a yard further back. Well, I will tell you, not leave him, leave him alone. Well, I'll tell you what, shall we kind of do the cut off from the regular feed to 
Oscar Bation now. I think I think we need to. Uh, yeah, so that was episode 334. A mildly chaotic show. Apologies for all the Oscar shit that was thrown in there. Um, but if you want to hear a more cohesive show, two dollars a month, <laughs> and you'll get roughly five hours. <laughs> I mean, not great. It it looks a little bit like a Nick Cage part. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, 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 it's it's yeah, it is Cage and Cusack esque. Do you know what though? They usually have him at a fucking studio, don't yeah, they? they? Fair do, play, they fi- they flew them out. Yeah, but they've only got they've only got three guests this time. Who the fuck's this lot then? It, that is. A lady. A lady. Another lady. Another lady. Another lady. And another lady. They haven't got that guy from, what's it, fucking Heat magazine. No. He's always on it. Boyd isn't there. It's Boydless. Boydless. Yeah. He'll crash it in a minute. Cle- yeah, clearly. They told him he had to get his own fucking flight to LA. And yeah. Fucking I, do it. Clearly Boyd's on a no-fly list. <laughs> That's yeah, what it's supposed to be cutting it off. Yeah, you, you see, you, you're Sorry. all criticising my hosting ship, aren't you? You weren't even bloody host. Jacqueline, and rotten fucking tomatoes. All that's wrong with movies. Literally, honestly, it is. A big thing that is wrong with modern fucking movies is rotten twatting tomatoes. Rotten twatting tomatoes. I saw it in Australia the other day. I actually came up and said, rotten tomatoes certified fresh. On a fucking trailer. Yeah, it's a bit tragic, isn't it? It's pathetic. So anyway, thank you for listening to episode 334. Um, thank you very much for joining me, Becky. Oh, you're very welcome, Matt. Thank uh, you, everyone, for listening. Thank you very much for joining us, Ian. Uh, what are we covering next week, Ian? Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yes, I'm <laughs> really looking forward to this. And the uh, right? Uh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, we'll do underwater. Uh, can I say, I, I've actually seen a few... Um, early word reviews of um, what of Sonic getting distracted again. Oh, it's no shit. Of Sonic, and the early word is okay. I didn't expect this, but it's really quite good. I'm excited for it. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty pumped. Gonna go see it with lots on, in four DX. Yeah, no, she's she's well up for it. I'm gonna go see it in four DX next Saturday. Amazing. Nice. Oh, might be that might be a good excuse for you guys to try 4DX. You've got that at your one, haven't you? There isn't a 4DX. Oh, is there not? No. Oh. No. Uh, yeah, apparently that, that it, it, it's something that they might install. Um, but at the time when they were doing the cinema, I spoke to somebody about it. They said um, there just wasn't enough on the slate coming up that was going to be in 4DX. Okay, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, here we go. Oscarbation.
Syndicate.com.